What is up, you delicious humans? Welcome back to Elevate with Kate. Or if you are new here, welcome to the fam. If you are new here, if this is the first podcast that you have come across, this potty is for you if you want to learn how to elevate into your best motherfucking self to become the most confident version of yourself, to learn how to back yourself, believe in yourself, show up for yourself, own your uniqueness, embrace your weird, be yourself, but better. So if that interests you, if you're interested in personal development, self-improvement, habits, all of the amazing things, confidence, just all of it, all of it. If that's for you, hit subscribe and stick around. This is episode number 56. My name is Kate Pirtle, your host for today. So today we are talking about something that everyone, I think, should listen to, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I'm not going to lie. I have so much energy today. I feel like I could run a fucking marathon and I am not a runner. But so calm your shit, Kate. Let's get into it. This is episode number 56. This is Q&A Friday. And today I'm going to be answering just one question, but that is because it is a juicy one. It's an important one. And I think it deserves its own episode. I'm still yet to come up with a segment name for this Q&A Friday episode. Previously, when it was called, when this podcast was called Unicorn HQ, one of my friends messaged me and she came up with this really cute name, except now it just doesn't align because it's no longer called Unicorn HQ. So if you have any suggestions what the Elevate with Kate Q&A segment on a Friday should be called, please feel free to slip on, slide on into my DMs and let me know. Uh, because for some reason, my creative brain that is normally incredibly creative just cannot fucking come up with a fucking (laughs) segment name for this. Anyway, let's jump in. The question that I got asked, and by the way, before we get into it, every Wednesday or Thursday on my Instagram, I put out a question box and I say, what are your cues? I'll give you some A's. So I ask for my questions on my Instagram um, at Kate Purtle, if you're not already following me. And if you want to ask me a question, ask me via Instagram. So the question that I got this week was, how do you back yourself if you don't believe in yourself? And like I said, I think this is an awesome question. I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And that is why I just want to answer this one question today, because I'll probably riff on this for quite a while as well. So someone asked me this, I think, because at the moment I am in my launch and my promotion for my new program, Elevate, and I have been talking about owning that small moment of hope, and I've been talking about how you're never actually really ready to change your life and how you have to just believe in yourself. And so someone submitted this question, like, if I don't believe in myself, how do I back myself in? So let's start by talking about not believing in yourself. First of all, that feeling fucking sucks. But a lack of belief, in my opinion, really stems from a lack of self-trust. So what that means is you don't trust yourself to follow through or you don't trust yourself to be successful or you don't trust that you'll actually commit to what you promised And that is an issue in itself, but that is also something that you can actionably change. So let's talk about self-trust for a second. Self-trust is you don't trust 
your own word. And a really easy and prime example to share in this instance and something that probably a lot of you listeners have struggled with is when we're talking about dieting. So say you're overweight or you're uncomfortable in your weight and you want to lose weight. Something that I used to see a lot when I was doing weight loss coaching with a lot of my clients is prior to coming to me is that they would promise themselves that next Monday they would start their diet. And so Monday rolls around and for whatever reason, they can't do it. It's too busy time in my life or uh, I'm not ready or, you know, I'm going away on holiday next week or whatever it might be. For whatever reason, Monday rolls around and there's a reason, a justification, an excuse as to why you can't get started today. So then to make yourself feel better, you're like, all right, next Monday, next Monday I'll start because I'll get myself prepared this week and, you know, I'll sign up for that program or I'll find that diet fucking plan online or do whatever you're going to do and I'll be prepared next week. So then next week rolls around and you find another justification or another reasoning or another excuse as to why today is not the best time. Next Monday rolls around, same shit. You continue to say to yourself every single week, I'm going to start next Monday and next Monday rolls around and you continue to give yourself excuses and justifications and reasonings as to why you can't get started today. When that happens consistently over weeks or months or years, you actually do not trust yourself. You do not believe yourself because you continually say one thing and you do another. And after a series of repeatedly doing this, you already know you're not going to start the diet on Monday, but you continue to say that you will because it makes you feel better in the moment. You feel better because it's what you want, except you continue to talk yourself out of it because you you don't believe that you'll do it or that you will fail, quote unquote, like you have last time or you have all of this proof in your mind, in your history, in your past as to the fact that you won't be able to succeed or you're fearful of success. What happens when I succeed? Will I, will my husband not like me anymore or will my friends think something of me or whatever it might be, there may be a story around what will happen once you succeed. So for whatever reason, you don't commit on Monday. But like I said, if you continually fucking do that, you're not going to trust yourself. You're completely out of integrity, meaning you're saying one thing and doing another, not following through with your word and you don't believe yourself. You literally say something already knowing, having already decided you're not going to do it, but you say it to make yourself feel better. So you don't believe yourself. And then over time, you don't believe in yourself. And then the story comes, oh, I'm such a fucking failure. I can never commit. I have no willpower, blah, blah, blah. All of the fucking things that then your inner critic decides to tell you because you're insert adjective. So can you see how a lack of self-trust then means a lack of self-belief? So that's the you don't believe in yourself explanation. I want to now just go to the start of the question, which is how do you back yourself if you don't believe in yourself? 
So we understand why we don't believe ourselves. We don't believe ourselves and we don't believe in ourselves because we have a lack of self-trust. So if you're in that space, you don't, you don't believe in yourself, how the fuck do you go to create change? There's two answers that I want to give here. First of all, I've done a lot of research into whether you have to hit rock bottom to create change. I have thought about this a lot over the years because, of course, I always wondered what is it that causes someone, and, and again, this was specifically related to my weight loss coaching stuff because often what would happen when I, when I got on a sales call is they would say, oh, I've been following you for six months and I finally feel ready. And I always tried to question, and then like I said, research, what is it that makes someone ready? I understand someone following me for a series of months, up to six months before they make the decision to choose me in particular, because there's something called the KLT factor, the no like trust factor. You have to know me, you have to like me, and you have to trust me for you to want to purchase into me, as in purchase my program and, and buy into me being the person to support you and to hold you and to help you. So that bit I understand, but I always tried to work out what was this defining point or pivotal moment that happened in people's lives. Because for me personally, and again, I'm referring to the weight loss stuff, for me personally, back in the day, I didn't necessarily have this one defining pivotal moment that caused me to hire a personal trainer, but it was actually a series of small things which compounded. And then one day I woke up and I was just so fucking sick of my shit that propelled me into action. So for me, it was like getting teased and bullied and like strangers commenting on my fucking body walking down the street. Like all of these quote unquote small moments, obviously someone fucking teasing you and commenting on your body when you're walking down the street, just in your own little world, minding your own business is not nice. But one comment, you know, like a couple of words. So the compounding of all of those things was my personal pivotal moment in in propelling me into change. And I had, I've asked many people this question, like, do you have to hit rock bottom? What was your pivotal moment? And for a lot of people there, there either it was me, my, what happened to me, like a series of smaller moments, or there was one pivotal defining moment. Like for one of my clients back in the day, she went to an amusement park with her child and she was actually too big to get on the roller coaster. And her kid, um, they had to get off because her kid was like too young to go on the ride by itself. And they had to get off and walk back through this huge queue, this huge line of people staring at them because the person, like the, the ride host, the ride person had to tell her that she was too big to ride the thing. So that was her one moment. But prior to that, she had a lot of small different things adding up and then and then there was just this like cherry on top moment that propelled her into change. So I'm sharing this because I think as humans it's easier to create change from a place of hate or shame or judgment and like the quote unquote negative end of the spectrum of emotions. They're not negative because all emotions exist for a reason, but just for like 
discussion's sake, like that end of the spectrum versus creating change because I love myself. Particularly if you're in a place of like self-hate or like just unhappy with yourself or just like so fucking sick of your shit, like so sick of your weekly excuses about getting your nutrition in check. That's part one of the answer that I, th- I think, although I'm, I could definitely be wrong, but at least in my experience, what I've found, and maybe this is only in reference to the type of people who I work with, but what I have found is that there has to be this light bulb switch flick type moment to propel you into change. And again, like I said, maybe that's not true for the entire, it's it's definitely not true for the entire population, but in terms of my audience, the people who are attracted to me, the people that I work with, that has consistently been the theme for someone to get propelled into change. Second part of that question is, okay, so I'm waiting for this pivotal moment The other end of the spectrum is that you have a slight glimpse of hope and you have to fucking pounce on that. So again, sorry to use the example, but it's just easy for everyone to understand with weight loss stuff. One of my clients, uh, I remember distinctly on our sales call, she said, when I saw your story, I had a glimpse of hope that I could be successful too. She said, if you did it, then why couldn't I? And she filled out an application literally in that moment where she felt that hope, the hope that she hadn't felt for a long fucking period of time because she was an older woman and, you know, she'd been overweight for most of her life. And she pounced on that moment of hope. And it was probably like two days later that we had a sales call. And of course, that ounce of hope had slightly left the building. So when we got on the call... She was feeling a little bit more like maybe not hopeful, but I'm a fucking legend and I was able to help her recreate that moment of hope on our call. And so she pounced on that moment of hope and then, of course, she acted accordingly. So I'm a big believer that you have to make this overarching big decision to change your motherfucking life. But of course, that big decision is only the first step. Because after that decision, you have to show up for yourself every fucking day. And what that means is that you have to have a series of hundreds of different micro decisions over your days and your weeks and then thousands and tens of thousands over your months and then hundreds of thousands over your years of micro decisions to continue to act in accordance with that big overarching decision. So what that means is you can feel the moment of hope you can create the overarching decision but then you have to continue to back yourself and you have to continue to show the fuck up in these micro decisions which brings us back to self-trust and how you how you build self-belief but to wrap up that section how you back yourself is you have a pivotal defining moment potentially or a series of shitty fucking moments that add up and you just wake up and you're like, this is fucking it. Or you don't necessarily feel entirely ready. And I don't actually believe that we ever feel fully ready, but you have a glimpse of hope 
and you fucking take action in that moment. Because if you have a glimpse of hope or if you have a dream on your heart, it's meant for you. The universe, I've become very spiritual recently. I am the fucking queen of the law of attraction and spirituality. Uh, and one day in a many, many months, I will do an episode on it because I'm not comfortable talking about it yet. I'm still integrating all of my lessons, but I truly believe that if something has been placed in your imagination or on your heart, it is fucking meant for you. And if you have that glimmer of hope, that is part of that process. And so you have to fucking pounce in that moment. You have to run with it. You have to say, I feel this. I feel this hope. This is my fucking moment. So to bring us back to how we actually go about building self-trust and thus self-belief, I want to share with you something called the one promise rule. Now, this is something that I learned from the holistic psychologist. That's her name on Instagram. Her name's Nicole LaPera, but her account is the holistic psychologist. She's got like 5 million followers or something. So you may be a follower of her. But she shared this tool and this resource called the One Promise Rule. And I've kind of taken it, taken her original concept and shifted it slightly to create my own. But the One Promise Rule is the process of building self-trust and self-belief. But before we get into the One Promise Rule, this I think is important before we start the process of building self-trust. And that is... The AAA method, which is awareness, acceptance, and action. Awareness means getting uh, self-aware, getting entirely present, getting being radically honest with yourself, with what exists right now, and with the actions that you have taken to get yourself here. So again, sorry to use the weight loss example, but it's just so easy to use. So look in the mirror. This is what my body looks like right now. Radical honesty on what you have done to get yourself here right now. Creating awareness of why your self-belief, why you're lacking in self-belief, why you don't trust yourself. Be really fucking honest with yourself. Well, I've promised myself I'm going to clean up my nutrition every single week for the last six months. The end. Don't feel shame about it. Don't judge yourself over it. Don't feel guilt. Don't really try not to attach any fucking emotion to it. It just, it is what it is, right? You exist in this moment, in this present time right now because of the actions that you have taken over the last six months, 12 months, couple of years, whatever. Create awareness around why you don't trust yourself, why you don't believe in yourself, why you are the way that you are what exists right now, what you're thinking, how you're behaving, create awareness. The second step is acceptance. I understand why I am here. I accept I am here right now. By the way, acceptance does not mean that you have to be okay with it. It doesn't mean you have to love it. It just means that I am in acceptance of what exists right now because that is the truth of my current reality. This is, I'm here. I can't change it. I don't feel any emotion towards it. It just is. I accept it because I'm here. That is what exists today in this current moment. So we've created the awareness. We understand why we're here. We understand what we're thinking. We understand how we're behaving. We understand everything. We have awareness of it. We've accepted it. 
And now the third A, the triple A is to take action. This is where the one promise rule comes in. So the one promise rule is to help you, like I said, create self-trust and ultimately create self-belief. And I do think the best way to uh, enter the one promise rule is to have an accountability buddy or a support system. And as a reminder, this takes grit and persistence. So the one promise rule is picking one thing. Yes, one thing. Yes, I know you're all in a fucking nothing person, but let's fuck that shit out the door because that does not serve us. Obviously, it hasn't served us up until this point. You're in this position right now. So one thing that takes you less than 10 minutes a day and repeatedly do it regardless of how you feel or regardless of if you can't be fucked or regardless of literally anything every single day for 30 days. If you miss a day, you start again. You start at day one. So what this does to ourselves is we make a commitment. So let's talk about reading a personal development book. So I want to get into reading. I want to improve. I want to grow. I want to develop as a human. The easiest, quickest, freest way to do that, or it's not free actually if you have to buy a book, but if the book already exists in your home, then it's technically free in this very moment. But you have a book, you decide to read 10 minutes of that book or 10 pages, whichever's quicker, every single day, regardless of how you feel for 30 days. If you fuck up, if you miss a day, you start again. How does this work? You, over that 30-day period, by following through with your word, you are in alignment with your integrity. You say something, you follow through. You start to trust yourself. It then causes cognitive dissonance with the belief that exists that you don't trust yourself and you don't believe in yourself because you never follow through with your fucking shit. So So what happens is over the 30 days, when you continue to do it, And the reason that it's less than 10 minutes is because that's fucking simple to do. Everyone has a 10 minute period in their life. You could even read a book on the fucking toilet when you're doing poo. Like it's literally, you don't have an excuse then. And no, this is not integrating five new things. This is one new thing to build your self-trust. 30 days, you, you follow through with your word. You fucking show up for yourself. No, it doesn't matter. That's a very small window of time. No, it doesn't matter that it is a small habit. No, that does not matter. The point of this exercise is that you start to trust yourself. You start to give yourself new proof. You give your brain new proof that you can trust yourself. Then you start to believe in yourself because you're like, well, see, I just fucking did 30 days of that. I said I was going to do it. I made this commitment to myself. I followed through with it. I'm starting to build self-trust. I'm starting to build self-belief because I believe in myself. I did what I was going to say. And through that, by showing up for yourself and taking action, you actually also, as a little cherry on top, you build self-confidence because self-confidence, in my opinion, comes from action. It comes from following through with your word. It comes from integrity. It comes from showing up for yourself. Self-confidence is an action-related feeling. So there you go. 30 simple days of a habit that takes less than 10 minutes to complete. You build self-trust, you build self-belief, you build self-confidence. Doesn't that sound fucking awesome? What happens at the end of the 30 days? You do the same thing again, except you introduce a new habit. And then you just repeat the cycle for the rest of your life. (laughs) The end. So the one promise rule sounds so fucking simple, but it is one of the most effective things that you can do if you don't trust yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, if you lack confidence, 
if you're in a rut, it helps you step into the version of you who is in alignment with their integrity, who follows through with their word, who has inner grit, who shows the fuck up for themselves, who trusts themselves, who believes in themselves. Literally, this rule will change your fucking life. This 30-day period will change your mother fucking life. So, that is how you back yourself if you don't believe in yourself. I just want to give a little like conclusive because I know I went off a few different directions in that conversation. So, step 1 is is self-awareness is creating an opening for you to be honest with yourself about where you are, why you're here, what's happened to get you here, what you're thinking, how you're behaving, and just being radically honest with yourself. Getting clear on the on the fact that you don't trust yourself, that you don't believe in yourself, and why that might be the case. Then accepting that you are here and that it's okay, and creating change from a place of acceptance. Then, of course, taking action. So you uh, have that glimmer of hope, or you just get so fucking sick of your shit and you take action. And then how to undertake the process of building self-trust and self-belief is the one promise rule. So hopefully that answered your question. Like I said, I'm sorry that I went off on sort of seven different directions, but it definitely all came together at the end. If you are interested, particularly this person who asked this question, if you are interested in Elevate and you are feeling really nervous or you're questioning whether you will be able to follow through with it or you are feeling a bit worried because you feel like you're about to get a lot of tough love and you do really want to become your best self, you do really want to elevate in all areas of your life, but you're scared, please just know that not only will I be teaching you all of this stuff inside, but of course you need to be the one to take action to sign up. So if you are struggling with that self-trust or self-belief, or like I said, you're just feeling scared or nervous or anxious or worried, I want you to know a couple of things. First of all, very normal, very normal human reaction. And second of all, nervousness and excitement actually shows up in the body the same way. Your heart starts to beat really fast. You get that kind of anxious feeling. You can actually choose to feel nervous and anxious or to feel excited. And literally the way to do that is to tell your brain that you're excited. (laughs) Think about when you're excited to see someone that you love or you're excited for something and think about when you feel nervous. It, It is the same exact feeling. It's just that we decide to feel nervous or we decide to feel excited. So that's that. Third of all, you won't ever feel ready, ever. Like you're not ever going to be 100% like, yes, this is the day everything's cleared in my calendar and I can give this my 100%. That's never going to happen. You're a busy person. You have a job and potentially kids or a partner and friends and a social life and fucking bills to pay and all like that is life. You're never going to feel 100% ready. But if you have, if I've triggered you a little bit, like in a good way, like I've nudged you a bit and you sort of feel that feeling of hope and like, oh yeah, like I know I want to join, but, and then you just find all these excuses. Just know that you're going to jump and I will catch you and we will rise motherfucking together. Elevate is of course the program I'm running, but 
It's a group coaching program for the reason that we rise together. Yes, everyone's on their individual journey. Yes, the elevated woman looks a little bit different to everyone, but we are elevating together. We are rising together. And a big part of this program is creating an epic fucking community of women who are on very similar journeys and who support each other, who love each other, who celebrate each other, will cry with each other. We'll just do it all together because like I said, we are elevating together. So if you want to join and you're struggling to back yourself in, just know I will be holding you the entire way, supporting you, loving you, giving you tough love when you need it, but also loving you fully and unconditionally the entire way, supporting you, guiding you, helping you fucking rise. And of course, helping you when you struggle and celebrating you when you're fucking winning. So just know that I have been in your shoes, I have turned my shit around and I 100% know how you're feeling, but also you have to run and jump on that glimmer of hope and take the action now. A good little incentive is in three days from when this episode goes live, the course coaching program is jumping up 500 bucks literally immediately, then incrementally over the next couple of months it's going to continue to jump up in price because it is worth so much more than this current launch special. If that's a great incentive, then jump on it now because it is currently on sale as the launch price and it will never be this price ever again, literally ever. And it will probably end up in the many, many thousands of dollars for six months because that's what it is. And yeah, allow that to be your incentive if you needed one. So I love you. Thank you for listening. Like I said, I hope that this question got answered and that this helps you. Other than that, I love you and I will catch you on Monday. Bye.